Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to the same thing as top podcasts. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. I'm back. Oh. I'm safe. You're to back. whoever, I guess, maybe a new listener who mentioned me on Twitter and was like, are you okay? Your host, <laughs> I guess didn't know the bit where we just all say that we're vanished Yeah, they thought you went mad in a lighthouse. I think mm-hmm. that's what we told them. Yeah, I, I believe that was it. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's just a new listener, if I just seem like the, I think probably the one of the three I was most likely to just vanish, just <laughs> fake their own death and, and disappear. <laughs> I think about it. Which you know. was most likely to have a suitcase packed at all times. I got to go get bag. out of Dodge. Yeah. I got to go back for not for anything big. Just if I get stressed out, I just I'm gone. I'm out of here. Hit the road. If anything happens, if you I have a go bag for if I uh, sit when when the person taking my ticket at the movie says enjoy the movie. I say you too. Then I'm ready. I have to leave. <laughs> I have to start off somewhere now. Just a, Witness a protection. passport, a pistol, and, you know, just the Jason Bourne secu- security deposit box. I was yeah. on the receiving end of one of those the other day, which doesn't happen very often. Like, Jason I said Bourne, something. Jason killed you? Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jason Bourne out. killed me. <laughs> Bye-bye. I said, I said something that it was not, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, you two was not the correct response from the other person. I think it was maybe a comedian, and I said, like, great set or something, and they were like, you too, and I hadn't performed. Oh, yeah, everyone's been talking about that, actually. I meant to tell you. It's <laughs> going a big nuts. subjective discussion in, in the, the group chats over this. In the comedy scene, the big <laughs> gaffe made by Kath. No, 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 it. someone made it to me, which was, like, I feel like I'm usually the person making it to someone else, and I felt, oh, yeah. like, so magnanimous. That did you, like, did you man, free them? There. What did you say, or did you 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 know? What is this music? What flick is them on, on the right head. Now? We got a couple different soundtracks. It feels like playing. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about uh, Ross and Rachel here. That's what this right. is gonna be. This uh, is Shelby's Spotify wrapped. Yeah, Shelby's just play, playing his yeah. music. He he'd prefer to listen to music while he listens we to it. <laughs> more tolerable. Oh, you guys can hear that. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is. Really flirting with copyright strikes here. Is this, this is, you uh, too? This is you yeah. too. This is a very this is a Get very it? popular song. You too. You as well. Talking about. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. You say uh, I'm sorry for your loss to someone, and they say you too or something. It's like, uh, <laughs> idiot. You know. <laughs> Just panicking and saying I'm sorry for your loss to the movie theater employee. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Have a good show. I'm sorry for your loss. Sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> My condolences. So sorry. Condolences. The bums yeah. lose. I did see a lighthouse, though. I didn't go crazy in it, but I did. I did see it. I got yeah, real sweaty around it. I heard you didn't eat a lobster roll, which you fucked up. Got to go and back. I didn't. I don't think I fucked up because if I'd eaten any of the ones that we it just didn't present itself at any place that I wanted to get a lobster roll from. <laughs> it was like it was like a lot of like it's like oh I could just order a lobster roll at this like random pub where we were just all getting lunch I mean, before the show. I mean it probably, probably would have been good. It yeah. probably would have been fine. Based on the chicken Literally they served, in Maine I wouldn't trust them with a more more tender meat, a more delicate meat. They know in about Maine, the McDonald's sea. sells lobster rolls and they're good. 
Oh, well, we didn't go to a McDonald's. We went to a pub. It's usually and then, seasonal. It's usually just in the summer. The best lobster rolls are uh, are actually in gas stations up there. It's like barbecue. <laughs> you get the, the gas station yeah. lobster roll. Yeah, Wawa Lobster. Wawa Lobster. That's the, the number one. I don't know if that's Wawa around there. I, I, I can't tell you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big, sorry, I'm not a big New England buff. I don't know everything. I didn't know, I didn't have any local jibes to, to win over the crowd with, but it was fun. It was nice up there. It was like a, it was like a pretty good show. Um, it was one of those where you just really had, it is, it was like work, you know, like one of those was like fun and it went well, but also when you get off stage, you were like, that was, I had to really try. I couldn't post activity. Yes. Yeah. You don't have enough, you you don't have enough, uh, longshoreman humor. (laughs) (laughs) Potato farmer humor. Yeah. Or well, Quebecois French. Camber- cranberry bog or fur trapper humor. Yeah. yeah. All those things. I will tell you that uh, Portland, Maine is way more fucking expensive than I thought it would be. It was like just everything cost as much as it did here. It was like yeah. really. I'm, I think I'm done with people talking about how expensive New York is. I think everything's caught up because it's very rare that I go somewhere and I'm like, oh, my God, everything's so cheap. Unless it's like really not a Maine, uh, uh, not a big city or something. I feel like um, most people I've talked to from other cities, like if they're new to New York and they've moved from another like pr- fairly, you know, high population place, I'm always like, oh, are you like, you know, do you have sticker shock or whatever? And they're like, no, mm-hmm. it sucks there too. Everything costs a lot of money. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's that that much different now. But, yeah, they uh, should they should like subsidize bringing comics to Portland, Maine. The local government should give a grant because basically you go, you perform, you get handed a, a, a wad of cash, and then you immediately spend it in this in that town just to be there rolls. for another day. Yeah, on everything but lobster rolls. Um, I mean, that's kind of what they do in Canada. They have like grants and shit to because all to their Canada. cities are so far apart. So they'll like the government will like help you pay for your flight to go perform in some like weird northern city yeah does jfl do that pay here. that seems like a thing they wouldn't do weirdly what i like wouldn't be surprised if jfl didn't pay oh yeah i don't know i mean festivals are you have to I fucking pay know. to get into festivals it's a nightmare <laughs> yeah entrance fee and all that but no it was good it was nice and then I, I did i forgot i haven't traveled recently about the thing where you uh get back from travel and then immediately just get hyper sick with airplane germs I like got off the plane and I was like, I am sick. And I went to bed for two days. It was good. Welcome back to being alive. Mm-hmm. That might have been, it came through Newark Airport. That was, I uh, would not recommend. <laughs> Sorry to everyone who lives in Newark Airport, but I don't like it. Uh, you know, very cool. Just to take a, a, a litany of different weird trains to get back to the city. <laughs> they do like, it is interesting how, I think except JFK, it is extremely difficult to get to any New York airport on public transportation. It's like the fact that you have to take a bus to LaGuardia is insane. Like, who came up with that? Yeah. What are we doing? Thankfully, it's not that far. And it's like Newark, technically, it was also late at night, which did not help. Um, And uh, yeah, but it's like you got to take like different NJ transit trains and all that, which is such a funny Strange. I uh, I was with Dave Ross and he was telling me he used to live out in New Jersey and is very glad not to. And told me this story about NJ Transit where he was in there once and like everybody was waiting on this plane, this uh, train, and it just like wasn't coming. And so he went over to this desk and he said the two guys were like the most New Jersey guys you could imagine. And he was like, hey, do you guys know when the this train is coming? 
And the guys were just like, oh, that train doesn't run anymore. We just forgot <laughs> to take it off the board. And he was like, okay, well, there's like a lot of people waiting for that train. So you should tell them about it. And they were like, uh, no, no. Or it was like, you got to use the app. You got to use the NJ Transit app. Tell them to do that. That's the accurate one. And he was like, I use the app. The app also doesn't work. And then there's a silence and the guys just go, be that as it may. <laughs> that was like their solution. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, this is all wrong. I butchered that story, but it's a good story. See Dave Ross asking for his great NJ Transit story. If you see Dave Ross, make him tell you that story better. Force him, him to tell you that story. Pin him grab, to the wall. Grab him, that story. grab him by the lapels. <laughs> tell your Assuming train story. Yeah, assuming he's wearing something with lapels, which which is maybe not a, a you know, uh, he's you know, a Dave always wearing a blazer. Yeah, yeah. He's, always he's wearing like a sports coat. An '80s <laughs> comic with the sports coat, sleeves rolled up to the elbows. Yeah, it's like punchline. That's Dave Ross. Right? Yeah, that's that's what comedy's like. I, I, I think know that. truly a, an item of clothing that is just going to go extinct. The sports jacket. Um, it, What's the difference? Give me a little menswear it's lesson. Like What's a, the, how, how is a sports jacket differentiated from like a blazer or a suit jacket or whatever? It's like close to a blazer. As far as I know, it's like it's a separate. So it's like not intended to be worn as part of a suit. It's like right. it's like what they give you if you like show up to a country club without it or whatever. <laughs> but it's like a constant thing where my dad is like <laughs> whenever I have to go to anything that would require a suit. And I'm like, like I'm going to a, a bar mitzvah soon. And I'd be like, do I have to wear a suit? And he's like. Oh, you, I think you can just wear a sports jacket. And I'll be like, why do you think I own a sports jacket? Look, what you is get it? a sports <laughs> jacket and a pair, a pair of pleated khakis and you're all set. Yeah, let's get in there. I you're going like to like this- the way you look. Sorry for your loss. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Men's funeral home. Men's funeral house. It's, yeah, they're, 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 they're branching out into the mortuary business. I like I I feel like menswear is so uh it it's really an unknowable like science to me. It seems very complicated. It's like well there's this thing and then if it has slightly different buttons, it you wear it in an entirely different event or like it has an entirely different name if it has like a different width of cuff or something. Yeah. It just seems very exacting in a way that I do not understand. Are you it's, are you are you making a case that menswear is somehow more complicated than women's clothing? Because I would disagree with you about that. I don't know if that's. It's not so much that it's more complicated. It's that it's like more regimented. Yeah, like there's a lot of weird. It's like menswear is like the the imperial system of clothing. Like it's like yeah. not metric because it it is also all based on like habits of old kings. Yeah, I mean shit. I think it's like I think it's good though because if you get, if you have an event and it's like oh yeah what do you wear they just tell you like the guy they is just like tell okay you exactly and then women it's like uh okay what do we think is this dress like you know when Whitney and I go to stuff sometimes it's like I don't know is this like too fancy yeah. not fancy enough and I'm like mm. I can't help you I have no idea. I mean like, I guess got- that's true but there's also there's also just sort of like basic like for women's wear it's like. You get a lot more creativity, and the thing that matters, if you're talking about formal events, it usually is about the length of what you're wearing, which is, like, basically, as long as you wear something of this length, then, like, you're wi- you're technically within the, like, realm of, you know, mm. like, appropriateness. And then you have to think about, yeah, it's, like, 
obviously if you're um going to something very formal that requires like a long length you're not going to have like your like tits out or whatever but it's like it's <laughs> just a pretty... long formal sleep shirt just a yeah. really long <laughs> yeah. one of those a one of those shirts that's when i go to a black tie wedding i like to yeah. wear a uh, a caftan one um, of those uh really long t-shirts that's got a design on it that looks like you're wearing a formal bikini it's just yeah. really an intersection <laughs> yeah. of like three different <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's. I'm it's wearing all... a six XL big dog shirt to this, <laughs> this wedding. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff, and it's like hard to. There's no reason behind it. Like, I have like a big pet peeve of, um, like comics doing. I don't even know if there's many late night shows that make you wear a suit, but I know some of them do. And comics would do it, and they'd have all, every button on the suit jacket buttoned. But that's just like, like the one rule I know is that you don't do that. Yeah, you don't bot button the bottom. bottom button. And then I said that, and then people would be like, "Why?" And I'll be like, "I don't." There's no. It's like I looked it up once, and I think it's, it's because so that like, when you sit old, down, it doesn't ruin the line of your it's, suit. It's no, because like when you sit down, you unbutton your something. jacket. It probably has to do with yeah. Like, it has to do with some fat old king. <laughs> like technically you're supposed to every time you sit down you unbutton your jacket and every time you get up you button it back up. There's like all it's like you said there's so much fucking pomp and circumstance and shit. But yeah, I think when I looked it up it was like King George was very fat so he didn't wear a bottom button and then mm, everyone was like then I want to be like the king. Yeah. Um or something to do with riding horses and shit, who knows, but anyways, yeah. But don't do that if you're wearing don't wearing the bottom button. I heard Jimmy Fallon prefers that you wear a suit. I, that might be one of them, actually. Is that <laughs> true? Be. Oh, man. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's <laughs> I think so Letterman awesome. was one. Letterman, you had to wear a suit. Um, there's a couple of them. I don't I know. I think it, it would be... I If I had a lot of money, I would get, I would get like, a custom suit. I think when you get, like, a really nice tailored suit, it would look cool. Yeah. Like, I see. That that means you have to, like, stay in the shape that you're in, which I think is just... Uh, that's too high mm. stakes for me to spend that kind of money. I mean, <laughs> obviously, if money was not an object, that's different. But, like, the idea of... Well, just don't put on any weight. And it's like, right. Okay. Don't gain or lose any weight. Great. Right. Well, lose, you can kind of deal with because you can have it taken in. You know, have it taken in. You can have in. it taken yeah. in, yeah. There's not more fabric hiding in there. Half for you doing to, a uh, montage of out. outfits at Barney's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I've never worn one. I think I would look cool in one. They're nice to wear. They're like, you know. Cass entering her Paula Poundstone good. era. <laughs> feel good wearing a suit but yeah I, the, my, the my brother is... and my dad got them got each got a custom made suit for my brother's wedding and they just looked so good i was like i want that i feel like it's hard to it's hard to have boobs in a suit though i feel like they make you look really big if you have boobs but i don't know they're pretty cool. boobs and Maybe suits be... what are we talking about congress folks <laughs> hey the u.s congress <laughs> u.s congress a bunch of boobs down there united That's states true. congress Slightly less now that fucking at That's least true. like Blake Masters lost and stuff. Is that uh, is that is that official official at this yeah. point? I don't know. I can't believe he lost. He was he so lost. compelling and likable. Such I a mean, warm, charismatic. Everyday people must have looked at him and been like, "I identify with this man. I don't think he's a some kind of bug alien that's pretending <laughs> to be a person." And his concerns are my concerns as well. Yeah. He's going to be punished for losing. Peter Thiel won't give him any more temptations, kitty treats or anything <laughs> when he's sitting at the base of his bed. Or well, whatever. he's not going to be able to get on the ship. That's the, that's that's it. He's right. not he's not allowed on the ark Dude, when they leave I, the planet. They're going to put him back in the like colony from the end of the movie safe where he has to live in like a weird bubble. <laughs> he, he, Dude, goes back, bet... he goes back in the milk with the other two precogs. <laughs> I bet, get back I, in the milk. 
you I would not there? be surprised is if as soon as they officially announced that Blake mastered lost, he tried to like text Peter Thiel and was like, oh, you know, rough break. And it just green bubbled immediately. It just <laughs> immediately cut off. New phone. Blocked this. His number. Yeah. Yep. Gone. <laughs> Sorry, little puppet. Is that, wait, work. is that what happens if someone with an iPhone blocks your number, you go to green? I think so. I think well, it's I like know. if their phone's off, it happens sometimes. People. I don't know. Yeah, if their phone's wow. all fucked up. If it like or doesn't go through Android. or something, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, say, I know sometimes it. like if you have no service, it'll go green. <laughs> Great, now someone's going to crash their car because I think they're getting a lot of texts and sending them somehow. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is being sent? What, what? No. What is my phone? My phone has gone rogue. Oh, God, I'm texting my boss. I've been I'm hacked. texting my boss the contents of my photo library. <laughs> just one photo at a time. Oh. A cool app that just picks one photo from your photo library and sends it to your boss. <laughs> Dude, I've been playing a That's bunch. That's a really fun Russian roulette game. Just <laughs> <laughs> it finds your boss in your phone. It's the one photo captionless every every like three and a half weeks, like some weird interval. I've been it. I've been playing a lot of the new Call of Duty. That would be so funny if there was a kill streak that just texted. It's like your character's nudes have been texted to everyone on the enemy team, and then your guy just freaks out. He's like, "Oh no, I'm so embarrassed. I can't aim anymore. Been hacked." But yeah, the enemy team. Yeah, someone airdropped your nudes to the enemy team. <laughs> Along with a very weirdly degraded SpongeBob photo. <laughs> I don't care if my phone gets hacked. I will never turn yeah. AirDrop off. It is the greatest feature that has ever been ever been devised. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> instead of a flash grenade, it's a deep resolution <laughs> pictures. Right. Like I, I don't understand how I don't understand how digital photos get or, or get old now, but man, <laughs> somehow they still do. Yeah. Please add that. Yeah, instead of a flash grenade, a deep fry grenade that just everything gets <laughs> super. Looks like it's been resaved like forty five times, and there's a SpongeBob in the corner. And you can't shoot shit. God, why don't they hire me to be on that? So this is like a SpongeBob is like a caveman on here. I'm not clear why. Doesn't seem relevant like, to anything. There are so many memes like of SpongeBob and from SpongeBob where I'm like. That can't have been on the show. Like, <laughs> where did that? So there was one SpongeBob. that I saw of like a like crust, like a little crustacean guy from SpongeBob, like holding its tits up, and I was like, that can't be from SpongeBob. Like, there is no frame of SpongeBob that could look like that. I don't understand how this is a meme. It really. What, a, what an incredible archive of like humanity that that show is. Yeah, Kath sees the the ads on the sidebars of porn sites where Lois is getting fucked by Brian, and she's like, D "That doesn't seem like it happened on <laughs> I'm Family just Guy." Saying they don't have that of SpongeBob. I'm pretty sure SpongeBob so never told me I wouldn't from? last forty five seconds watching SpongeBob. <laughs> that doesn't seem real. That would, if I saw one of those. Like porn site set side ads of Spo of SpongeBob porn, I would like, I would have to do some serious reflection. I think I, <laughs> I think that might like put me off pornography for at least an extended period of time. I mean, you can fuck him pretty much anywhere. Full of holes. <laughs> He's full of holes. <laughs> so we should that? probably get the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we probably I was hoping should. you'd hit that button. Shelby right has that. had enough. <laughs> He just wants to put on U2 again. He's tired of this. Number five. Number five. 
Number five uh, comes to us from Iguana Helium Cube in the Discord. If you want to submit stories, you can do so in our Discord. The Discord is free to join, but for $10 on Patreon, you can send us stories and we'll say your name and you can put Bussy in it somewhere so that Patty's upset. Um, so this story comes, this, this, this just mega sucks. Um, I think it's safe to say that we are united on this podcast as hating the fucking parcel service, the United Parcel Service. Uh, UPS sucks ass. We've complained about it a ton. Um, and they have big time fucked up here. Uh, apparently, uh, what else is new? Fuck the, them. Exactly. The one, the one company we will never take sponsorship money from. Fuck these people. Unless it's a I lot. I hate UPS. Unless, Unless it's, a, it's lot. a lot of money. You can sponsor our podcast if what you give us is I get my fucking shit for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. If you promise me that I will actually get the things that you're supposed to deliver, then maybe I'll consider it. Yeah. I we will we'll get into this. I, I don't know if I should tell my angry UPS story before or after I give I bear you know tell what I, the actual story is. Tell tell um, us the the actual story first. Okay. And then we can go off on UPS. So UPS for inexplicable reasons was trusted to transport a bunch of SAT tests in El Paso, uh, in Texas. Um, and, uh, I guess they didn't close the back of the truck. So 55 SAT tests just flew out of the back of a UPS truck and are gone. Why were they like loose in there? That's, that's a question that I'm more interested in. It's UPS, man. Why, why are they not in like a box or at least or something like it's crazy. Well, I, probably because UPS has like a GPS tracker stuck in their fucking abdomen of every driver that works for them, where if they spend more than 35 seconds at a stop, you know, they get electrocuted. Right. Uh, right. So they just throw everything in there uh, unorganized because if, yeah, if they, if they stop to secure it, um, they, their family gets executed. So. Yeah. I read a thing. One, I think it was either UPS FedEx, one of those where they were like, the fucking margins were so tight that they were like, I don't put on my seatbelt because putting on my seatbelt will make me miss the fucking th anyways. Yeah. Terrible. That's companies. Not, not good. Um, so yeah, you'd think the SAT is, yeah, maybe like tape the box closed. I don't know. <laughs> Don't act like you're transporting maybe, a bunch of fucking Tupperware to a big maybe sale. the box fell out, fell out, and it and it broke open on the ground. You know what I mean? I, you know we don't yeah. we don't know exactly what happened, but the idea that they would be like in a position to be flying around is you know aside. That's, from I am the, imagining like fluttering papers. Yes, is yeah. what happened here. Like not they lost a box. Like no, uh, like a, a frenzied mailroom in a movie is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. It's one of those open top UPS trucks. Just uh, yeah, a UPS convertible. <laughs> that was a big mistake. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, they, they make Weird the yeah, in, in certain locations they make their drivers use their own cars. And uh, this guy had a uh, yeah, <laughs> he had a Miata convertible, and it was just not a smart decision. Mm -hmm. um, that just made me think of this is a total aside, but uh, I think about it a lot. Um, the guy who invented Segways was from like the town next next to my town, Rest and. In peace. Uh, Remember, no, that was the guy who bought the Segway company. The the guy oh. who invented them did not fall off a cliff on a Segway. Oh, yeah. He knew how they worked. He knew did, how that they worked. did that really happen, though? Yes, yes, that really happened. But it was a, it was like the person who owned the company. It was not the inventor of a Segway. Like, okay. Um, yeah. But anyway, when those came out and they were like, this is going to revolutionize transport or whatever, because the guy who invented them was like a New Hampshire resident, all the mailmen got them in like uh in my town and my friend's dad was a mailman and uh got to ride around on a segway and for like a week before everyone started making fun of them it was pretty cool 
And then I think they all stopped using them. It does seem like maybe one of the better use cases for them. But then also, what if someone just orders something heavy? I don't know how good the gyroscope is in that. (laughs) Imagine someone just like teeter, like flying back and forth. (laughs) You need a lot of course. Fucking seesawing down the street. When I was working in TV, we uh, the the station I was working at got like some of those like hoverboards, like sort of the the handleless segways, the ones that look like skateboards. Yeah, they oh, kept yeah. blowing up. <laughs> Do they blow up? They started blowing up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought they were. The, I thought you were talking about hoverboards, Eli. I think. Isn't that what we're talking about? The no, the, the, no. The, this the segway things you still see them. It's like mostly wheel. There's like a little platform, and there's it's like a little it, platform with wheels on the side, and you yeah, like lean forward and go fast. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a the hoverboard has the you stand on like a skateboard. This you stand on like you're you're astride the the little wheel kind of, but there's no handle or anything. I don't know. I I feel yeah, like I that's not what we're talking about. But anyway, it's not important. It for looks the like a bow tie. Does that help? <laughs> the important thing for this story is that we had a bunch of those hoverboards at the news station I worked on, and I didn't, I didn't fully understand the like weight distribution thing. Um, so I got on one wearing high heels and just immediately <laughs> slammed into the ground, <laughs> like instantly, because like your weight distribution in high heels is that your weight is all on the ball of your foot, which yeah. when you get on a hoverboard means accelerate as fast as you possibly can. So yeah. I stood on one and then just immediately faced down into a cement floor in a TV <laughs> station. So very cool. Yeah. So you're, not, you're not talking about these things I just sent in the chat. These, these no, I am not, that's no. not what I'm talking about. Okay. You're talking about the ones that look like Hover a Hoverboards is what Pete Davidson probably uses. <laughs> I don't understand what that means, but okay. <laughs> uh, but the the thing where there's a vine of somebody like breaking through a wall on one of them when it goes nuts. They were okay. like big with vine people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the ones that kept the, the batteries started blowing up and setting houses on fire. Yes. Right. Okay. A yes. small price to pay to look badass. So stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, so the UPS lost a bunch of SATs. And there's like nothing you can do about that, right? Like, because they're just manuals. So you just have yeah. to take the SAT. Again. And even if, even if you found them, I guess you couldn't argue that they hadn't been like tampered with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucked chain with. of custody. I mean, if you find them in the in the in the road, I think it's okay to say it has not been, uh, uh, you know, tampered with. But yes. I mean, maybe that I, was the plan. The chain of custody's been broken. Okay, Shelby has sent us a, a picture geniuses. of Pete Davidson on a hoverboard. Okay, now that's so. cool. That I believe exists. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, maybe they had a truck full of, you know, geniuses riding behind them to, to, uh, it was all part of a master plan to change all um, of them. I, I, yeah, it's crazy to me that like, they still like have to ship them out to, you know, and there's no way they don't like back them up in any way. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know, like scan them in at, you know, like give, I guess they'd have to give everyone like a machine, but maybe like each testing center could have a machine where you, you could even scan them there. Like, you know what I mean? It must like, yeah. be some proprietary Scantron well, shit. Well, definitely where, like, is, They've just yeah. cornered the market and they're right. like, you don't get your own machine. The college board. Yeah. And they I don't want yeah. anybody finding out. I also, having like watched the teachers at my high school try to operate anything, I would much prefer they do <laughs> not scan my SAT. In. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, pro- the, the proctors. Yeah. I mean, well, when you take eighty-year-old biology teacher trying to figure that out. I mean, like the bar exam is like this. I mean, not not that you not that they um, like now it's like you you bring a laptop and you sit there and you and you like upload it or whatever you know. But if like mm-hmm. if like the upload doesn't work, you're like it's like that's not good. That's a problem. And I think what they do is they like 
you can like put it on a USB stick and you have to give that to the proctor or whatever. And then they get that to them somehow. But it's like, great. So now I'm like the non-traditional submission way. Now I have to rely on whoever this is. Hopefully nothing happens to this flash drive that I'm giving the person. Hopefully Uh, they don't overwrite it with like episodes of fucking the office or something. Right. Just like leave those on there. Just reuse a thumb drive with like other stuff on there. Which is like, here's my bar exam and three episodes of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> you yeah. watch if you want. You pass. Um, the state but. bar has been airdropped your nudes and a SpongeBob meme from your thumb drive. Imagine giving someone a thumb drive full of nudes. Like, Here we go. That's, that's, that's antiquated at this point. That's basically yeah. the same thing as like mailing someone a film photograph. Yeah. That's what they a do t- now if you're overseas. So a touch of it. elegance, yeah. Yeah, if <laughs> I, you're in the military, you just you mail a thumb drive of your nudes. Yeah, I um, I, like this SAT thing is so like people like can't apply to college early now because of this and stuff. Like, there's like <laughs> it's complete, and there's no. It's so crazy too because you can't be like, sorry, my SAT flew out of the back of a right. UPS. It's like, it's like UPS, please make this right. It's like what? What do you like? Kill the driver? Like what? Like what? what <laughs> that like, is what no... they would do. That's <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, that's like there's no like mi- nothing they can nothing UPS can do can like make fix the driver this. take the SAT for right. you. Right. <laughs> okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll give everyone a thirteen hundred on the on their SAT. <laughs> like that's you could take it or not. You know what I mean? Like that's what we're yeah. willing to give you. I feel like that, or just like it's fifty five people. Just like fucking give them twenty four hundreds. Like I don't know. <laughs> this is so fucked up. Like also like I used to work in of- college admissions. Like I I feel like SAT is not as um. It's it's uh, I don't think admissions cares about it as much as they used to. Like standardized tests in general, I feel like are not as a lot of schools don't even use them anymore. Um, yeah, they're I, I think I think 10, 15 years ago, even they were more important than they are now. I mean, you still like usually have to take them like this is still a problem, but it's yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like pe- people in admissions don't don't care about SATs as much as they used to. I have. To, I always wonder what it's like to. And yeah, you probably did this. Then it's like, you know, when you're when you're that age, you're like, yeah, me writing an essay to explain why I should get into a college makes a lot of sense. But then, like, I just wouldn't. I'm like, these are gonna be bad. Like, what's the top? You know, <laughs> like, I feel like you just have to get so many. Even oh, good yeah. essays are just like, well, no, yeah, a seventeen year old wrote this. Like. That's one of the things that really stood out when I worked in admissions was um, how bad the writing was. Like not, we weren't, thankfully we weren't reading for um, writing ability like that. We were really just reading to like get information about the student in the type, in the like part, the part of the admissions office that I worked in. Like we, we just wanted to kind of know about the student. So it was like fine. But so many of them like literally just couldn't even people with great grades like we would get really strong applications and then you'd read the essay and be like i don't think this person has like reading comprehension like this is really badly written it's i think i don't know i i have a lot of theories about it i think a lot of it is just that our education system is very bad it's all weird yeah because it's like standardized tests aren't good but also like grades from school to school letter grades are not a fucking standard like yeah. You know, there's like places, there's classes where it's just like, did you show up most of the time? You get a B plus. Like, it's just a lot of shit. I mean, there's, there's like a lot of, it's, it's boring. And I also don't want to like, um, give away anything, you know, like sort of proprietary about where I was working, but like 17 year old listeners, like, please, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am happy to help if any, uh, listeners are applying to college and want like general advice. I am, I am happy to help with that. But, uh, uh, yeah, like there are there are ways to sort of compare 
um, and ways to sort of mitigate the fact that different schools have different um, grading systems. You get information about the school with the application. So you get information about like what the grade distribution at that school is like, what kind of um, whether they offer like AP classes, like what kind of resources are available. And you also get a socioeconomic profile of the students. So, you know, like, is this a school that's like working with a lot of underserved people like yeah so there's there are ways to do it but it is mm -hmm. yeah it is really hard to direct you, you get a full dossier with a bunch of photos of them walking into a coffee shop taken with yep. like a dslr <laughs> from far away um, dude when i was applying to college i vividly remember this i applied to brown and you had to put a picture of yourself in your application and i was like this is so fucked up why are you looking at pictures of 17 year olds <laughs> you freaks and brown's the one that makes you uh uh handwrite your essays too right i remember that from way back when or is that gone now i think they did i don't think when i applied i had to handwrite my essays okay. but yeah, I, I, I think mean, they had like recently gotten rid of you, that i mean you can see why that's messed up it's like you yeah know, it's clearly like a ada violation or something like yeah. like, you know, like i you know but uh yeah I, I never applied there um but they also like don't have grades right and i don't know maybe they, maybe they're scouting for the naked party right isn't that the big thing at brown they have naked <laughs> i think parties. that is yeah they're hotties only at brown i don't know if they what their grading thing is what I can know brown like do you for you get it <laughs> ups the official ups. yeah the official university of ups brown more university. like downs in my opinion <laughs> uh, down being bad not the other oh boy <laughs> yeah i was like whoa that was not that was not meant like that i apologize <laughs> Um, anyway, I did not get into Brown, and it was mostly probably because of my grades. But a part of me thinks it was because of my picture. I yeah. don't know. I remember know? some. I think some advisor professor at at, um, at college for me. Like I don't remember what uh, context we would be talking this casually about it. But I think they were basically like, "Yeah, I don't think." I was like, they probably didn't even look at your portfolio just because you have a good GPA and they were trying to get up the average for the art school. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, good to know. Damn. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like I wasn't like, I was pretty confident. I was like, I can somewhat draw. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, this is so, because like, if you really remember how stressful taking the SAT is, like, this is really awful. It's huge. Um, it's a huge undertaking. Like it it's a very substantial amount of time. You get people get really stressed about it. People prep for it for, you know, it's yeah. uh which is again also why people people in admissions I don't think take it as seriously anymore. It's because like a lot of it is just like if your parents make over a certain amount of money and you're like in a certain area, it's probably likely that you had a tutor anyway. Whereas mm -hmm. like you're being compared to people who didn't, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So this thing just fucking flew out of the truck. I, like I, the most UPS thing about this is that they're just like, sorry. Like, like the only thing <laughs> yeah. they did was apologize. This is well, they the said most like, UPS. yeah, this this driver's uh, actions do not fit our protocols or something. It's like, okay, like I'd like more information about that. Please. Yeah. Oh, your protocol isn't to fucking throw shit on the street. Like, actually, it kind of is. It kind of is. Experience. Based yeah. on my experience, their protocol is to steal an iPhone out of the package and then deliver you an empty box. Which happened to me two months ago. So, thank you, UPS. UPS protocol is to get out of the truck, <laughs> ring a bell, and see who wants something. Uh, <laughs> send you a bag of dirt that says puto on it. That is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then send me a PDF that says it's proof of delivery that is just a different web page that says it was delivered. Yeah. It is the biggest crock of shit. You yeah. Know, oh, this, is, this is my story about UPS. This is from this week. I ordered uh, a package, and it was like a big package. It had some pretty expensive stuff in it. 
Um, okay. And yeah, oh, look brag. at this guy. Flex. But because that's the only way I would even... some items. That's the only way I would even fucking start the process. Because if it was like 20 bucks or something, I'd just be like, I'm an idiot. That's why I lost $20. I lost $20 because I'm stupid. Um, so they were like, they just said, yeah, we delivered this to you. And I was like, mm, you absolutely didn't do that. I'm in my house, standing <laughs> at the window, waiting for you because I know your tricks, UPS. You did not yeah. come here. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, well, here's your proof of delivery. And I was like, it was delivered to front door. And I was like, oh, did the front door sign for it? That's great. Um, <laughs> good to hear. So anyways, I'm like, I didn't get this. I call up the company that sent it. And I'm like, hey, so uh, like, I'm talking to a guy, a very nice guy. And he's, I'm like, UPS said I got this. I didn't get this. I don't really know what you guys do about something like this. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, he like, I have a different tracking number than you do. And I was like, what does that one say? And he's like, oh, it says it's being delivered today. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, cool. And then I looked that up and it said it had been sent. It was being mailed back to them. So <laughs> UPS just said, we delivered it to you. And then they sent it back to the company who had no idea that it had been returned at all. And the guy on the phone was just like, yeah, man, this is just classic UPS shit. <laughs> and I was like, thank you for fucking saying that. Anyways. I just UPS. hate that, like, you can't pick. Like, I feel so punked when I order something online and then I find out after ordering it that the company mm -hmm. delivers stuff using UPS. Because it's like, if I knew you were going to do that, I wouldn't have bought this. I literally, I at this point, because I've lost so much shit... Um, I get things delivered to the UPS store by my house so that yeah. like if it's not there, I can like talk to them directly because they never actually bring things to my home. I'll just I've just left checkout before like you're going to shipping. It's like UPS ground. And I'm just like, well, I'm just going to close this window. Like, you know what? I don't actually this. need this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do not understand why the U.S. Postal Service is very good. I wish That's people right. would fucking send shit through it. Yeah, it's like they do a pretty good job, man. That's... Priority mail is almost always faster than UPS and FedEx anyways. And they put it in my mailbox. My favorite UPS thing. saga is one time I tried to, um, I was getting something from them and I wasn't home. So they were like, we delivered it to a UPS access point. And the UPS access point was a closed Walgreens. Like an abandoned, <laughs> a Walgreens that had not been in business for like several years. They were like, that's where it is. So... Yeah, I guess I was uh, supposed to like fucking, I don't know, session nine my way in there. Just <laughs> like go in. You were not available, so we put it in a wicker basket and left it on the steps of a church. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah your iPhone has a new life somewhere else. You should just be happy for it. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so good Anyways. luck to these children. Yeah, good. That fucking I mean, sucks. <laughs> Good luck. Like, <laughs> really? talk, sorry for your loss. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. My condolences. Your shit is gone. You have a good thing to write in your college essay, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That yeah. I, As someone who had to read like hundreds and hundreds of college essays, that would be a really fun one. I would really enjoy that one. It's like, oh, shit. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. Number four. Number four is from Kate Stuffing the Turkosy, a lovely Thanksgiving uh, Discord display name. Um, this story uh, comes to us, of course, from the New York Post, as many stories do. Um, it's about the, if I can read it under the barrage of ads 
that I can barely see my screen. Yeah, my, I just opened it. My computer is under attack right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are under My antivirus attack. is freaking out because I'm on a website. So. Yeah. Um, uh, this lady, uh, first of all, great name. Her name is Mary Flip. And uh, that's just a name you don't you don't hear that name that kind of name anymore these exactly, days. Exactly. Um because she was given this name hundred and one years ago. So <laughs> yeah. she's hundred and one years old, born in nineteen twenty one. Sounds um, like one of those unlock secret moves in Tony Hawk where you do like a like a, a Mary flip. <laughs> like a move that would be physically impossible. It's like it's when you do a flip but you do like prayer hands during it. Yeah. It's like, like the Christ flip. air but flipping. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> This is her favorite song. There's a video of her. uh, She's wearing a huge pin that says it's her birthday, apparently, which is why she she celebrated her 101st birthday on November 2nd. And there's a picture of her uh, wearing a big pin that says another year sexier, which is pretty great (laughs) on an extremely old woman. Um, I will say I will not say who, but before we started recording, one of us said, man, this lady is looking rough, which I think is... (laughs) facetiously yes that was the joke (laughs) the joke is that she's a fucking 101 (laughs) man damn dude she's seen better days am i right (laughs) yeah the 20s those are the better days that she saw the fucking roaring 20s before the yeah before the stock market crashed those were the (laughs) best days um but yeah she she kind of looks like livia soprano to me um but she, of course, in like classic old person fashion, people always ask them like, what's the secret to your long life? Uh, and she said tequila. So, you know, just something to think about. Um, she, uh, she probably likes to get, she moved to Mexico and got married uh, to a Mexican man. And then she moved back um, to Chicago and uh yeah she's got a big family and they're all they're all drinking tequila so i don't know drink for thought everyone yeah do some more tequila tequila shots i like the idea of like yeah it's it's good that she's like been in on the tequila thing for a long time because i was like it's like she just like became like an annoying cocktail person like 10 years ago (laughs) (laughs) she got in on the cocktail trend that's really that's really helped extend my life uh i really like this uh this mezcal cocktail it's okay (laughs) all right enough But good for yeah, her. No. no, she's going to she, every weekend. She goes down to the fucking thirteenth step and orders a bunch of tequila shots, <laughs> keeping her alive. <laughs> I drink a lot of well tequila. That's <laughs> yeah. Also, it says her favorite beer is Guinness. Which, whew, what a boilermaker that is! Hey, look tequila at a shot and of tequila Guinness. and a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is like I feel like that would destroy thirty-four-year-old me, let alone a hundred and one-year-old like person's digestive system. That's just. There's just too much going on. If if a hundred if a hundred and one year old lady walked into a bar I worked at and was like, "Can I have a shot of tequila?" I'd be like, "You can have it, but you can't drink it here because I don't want to deal with the investigation. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want to be responsible for this." Um, I mean, I don't know if she's going to bars. You think she's you think she's out? You think she's out and about drinking this tequila? I feel like it. She's got a. I am like it. Remarkable. I haven't watched the video, but it does seem like. She's remarkably sharp, you know, like yeah. usually when someone's like the world's oldest man and they're like, we interviewed him and it's just sort of them like talking near him. And then the guy yeah. is just like, it's kind of dark. The guy can like see into the afterlife already or he's just communicating with people in Valhalla. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, she was born in 1921. Yeah. That's... 18 U.S. presidents she's been alive through. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. What are her political views? That's what I... <laughs> Let's ask her. Yeah. Great time that would be. <laughs> let's let's hear what she has to say about cancel culture. That's what I want to yeah. know from the oldest woman alive or whatever. She's a single issue voter, and that issue is sharecropping. She's still. <laughs> she's a she's a single issue voter, and that issue is crime in New York City for some yep. reason. That's the New York Post angle. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's really worried about violence on the subway. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I like these. We've talked about a lot of times about how these stories always crop up. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is a, and this is probably me thinking about like well tequila and probably, you know, there's some level of like, you know, like societal stuff from that. But it's usually something being like the secret is scotch. And like, in a weird way, it sort of makes sense to me because, but like tequila is a drink that like just ever like makes my life worse every time I drink it. <laughs> and I can't imagine drinking tequila. How do you make it to 101 without quitting tequila? Like, I feel like most people don't make it to 30 without getting to the point where they're like, I did, I'll drink anything but tequila. I don't understand why tequila has this reputation. I, I think it's because it's always shots. Or it's I guess it is something thing. people mostly take as shots. I just like it's I drink it all the time. And yeah. I feel like I'm not a I'm not a wild like i haven't i don't know you guys have been drunk around me i'm like pretty normal right yeah right yeah. please say right? yes please <laughs> yeah i mean you probably get more fucked up off of like voodoo yeah, ranger ipas or whatever that's but. i feel like that's the one time you've seen me at my drunkest eli was at that halloween party where uh i was drinking double ipas without realizing it and like almost and like had to leave my bike and like, yeah that was that wasn't anything i just had to take your bike keys away <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. give me your bike lock keys, Kath. Kath was like Yoda in that tweet. Good to drive, I am. <laughs> that well, that and that happened when we did our show at the gutter too. I got like really drunk drinking beers. Oh yeah, we did drink a lot at that show at the gutter. Tequila hey, to is like fine out. with me. I I need to quit fucking IPAs. Is what mm. I need to quit. I feel like if I'd let you get on your bike, you would have just violating the laws of physics would have just rode away sideways on your bike, like, <laughs> like riding it at a complete 45 degree angle. Like those videos of like hitting a cop car East. with your bike somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like, you but know, the like Middle East videos where the guys ride cars on two wheels. It would have just been that yeah. on a bike. <laughs> yeah. I would have just been wheeling home somehow. The thing I remember about that too is it was a Halloween party and I was dressed like Ric Flair and so I had I had like a band-aid on my face because there's like yeah. a promo where he had a band-aid on his face and but then I got so drunk that and people don't like know like immediately recognize what that is that I think people just thought I'd like fallen down. They thought you had a boo-boo. Yeah, I just remember I saw um, now SNL cast member Devin Walker, and I hadn't seen him in like a year. And I've known him since like we started in Austin together. So he's like, he's, you know, like a pretty old friend. And I like, I had not seen him in like a year and was blackout drunk having a conversation <laughs> with him with a bandaid on my head. <laughs> Like like a okay, like a hundred and one year old woman, really. Right. Most impressive. Well, that's what she I mean. Has no like, on her right. head. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you, you're in like a you're in like a weird patterned robe, and you have a bandaid on your head. Like you're dressed as an old lady, an elderly yeah. lady. That is your costume. <laughs> and, I did. And he had like just gotten there. It was like early. <laughs> it, this was this was. I need to say this was Halloween 2020. So like I hadn't been going out at all, and I had lost all of my tolerance, and also it was like not normal being around a yeah. lot of people. And 
Yeah, I just remember, like, he was sober, I was, like, blackout drunk and had a band-aid on my head, and I, I'm, like, still embarrassed about that. <laughs> it's, like, a week too late, but that was always fun. In college, me and I think maybe downstairs Dan and my friend Paul, we dressed up as just old for Halloween, and mm -hmm. we would just, like, have big sweaters <laughs> and then would just, like, be at parties and, like, look lost, and if people talked to us, <laughs> we'd be confused. <laughs> Good bit. It was I love the costume with a character. You got to hit the baby yeah. powder in the hair. That's how you really. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how you really get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Which, good for this lady. We should probably move on. We're yeah, we're yeah. Uh, at fifty. I mean, honestly, excited. yeah, that's that is insane. So good for her. Good for her. I'll have tequila shots with you, lady. Mary Flip. Hey everybody! If you're enjoying the regular episode, I bet you'd enjoy the bonus episode. This week, now that I have returned, we go absolutely buck wild. On this whole Twitter situation, we talk a lot about uh, the new owner of Twitter, um, who is funny and good and uh, clearly knows what's going on and is taking things in the right direction. We love him very much. Uh, and uh, yeah, we give some character analysis of that weirdo. And we talk about what forums we're going to escape to as uh, this Twitter spaceship slowly falls apart in real time. So check it out. Number three. Number three comes to us from Cranbussy Sauce in the Discord. Aha, uh, got him. That's really I getting more and more. I would not let this happen. Got getting, him. It's getting more difficult uh, to avoid. Uh, so yeah, this is um, this is just a. I don't see a news story. It's a video from CNN um, on Twitter because uh, again, people love videos more than just reading an article. That's something we've all learned. That's been the pivot to video. That's we been all borne out it. over the data that was always not all faked. on their damn iPad. Uh, so yeah, people are loved to be on iPad. Um, and uh, so this is a, this is a story about um, $1,400 battery powered shoes that um, adjust to your walking style uh, using a algorithm and machine learning. And they basically turn like walking into being on one of those uh, things at the airport. I think basically you can go up to up to seven miles an hour of a boost in your walking speed, which is, you know, I don't know. Most people walk what like around a twenty minute mile, so that's like yeah, that's pretty. Seven miles an hour it's is a fast. lot faster than that. Mm -hmm. um, Not as fast as running, but and, and, well, correct. But <laughs> I'm presumably just less about effort. How funny, it would be to see somebody walking at seven miles an hour, <laughs> led by their shoes. It's like right. Very and it, like, you walking saw someone... at seven miles an hour, checking their phone, like not looking where they're going. <laughs> yeah. And seeing it from across the street with like cars in the way, I would just think like the Matrix was glitching. I'm just like, that person is <laughs> right. cheating. They're, just like, like, what the they're just like clipping into a tree. Like something <laughs> is not right. Honestly, yeah. that's my, like, it is known in my family. My dad is an insanely fast walker. He's like, we've when we've gone on vacation together, he, uh, one time we were in Italy and he, he just he just left my brother because like, he was walking <laughs> too fast, and it's like he somehow walks seven miles an hour, but it doesn't look like he is. Like he looks like he's walking at a normal pace, but he will instantly be hundreds of yards ahead of you, and you're like, no. "How is he doing it? Maybe yeah. he has these shoes. It's mysterious." <laughs> well, I think you know because they are big and noticeable and ugly. <laughs> Let me see. Are these like the Google Glass of shoes? Are these? They're so dumb. Are these a real looking. what are those I mean, moments? I don't think these are meant to be fashionable. To be to be fair, you know, I mean, not not in a 
not in like a it's supposed to blend in like you're not wearing something that's like a tech thing right like yeah I, you know I, I yeah so so i i wouldn't really ding them for that necessarily i think as far as like how they could look they're i mean for what they are they're about as you know kind of fashionable as yeah. you can make them okay look. yeah they I look think... like um they look a little like uh roller skates they do yeah they are functionally roller skates is another thing you can I mean, say it's, about it's, them. I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's kind of hypnotic to watch, like how you, like the, like the video, like they do have like a, um, they do look cool. And I, I can like, not cool, but like, I, I can see these being helpful for somebody with mobility problems who can walk, you know what yeah. I mean? But, Don't uh, they seem more unsteady though? I, I, well, I think it depends on what, like why you have yeah. mobility problems. No, they, yeah, but, they, they do, they show somebody, Plugging them into their computer. They do charge like USB-C or something. So you charge them up. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just uh, imagining though, like wearing these in a crowded area, you would just be careening into people yeah. constantly. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I'm late. My shoes ran out of batteries. So, <laughs> um, I mean, there's also just like, I can't stop now thinking about like walk, watching someone like come into work and put these next to their desk or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just yeah. really, I, I mean, mean, like seven miles an hour, like, you know, that's like you could like a 20 minute walk to work from like downtown to midtown like that. You know what I mean? That's like, in, you know, and I don't know how, how much this affects your like actual like what benefit you're getting cardio wise. It takes away all of that right. probably. I think or, it does. Most of that. Um, I'm a little disappointed, though, because I was hoping these were going to be like robot shoes that took big steps. That's yes. what I wanted. I wanted like uh, a mechanical arm attaching them and then they just like rotate. And yeah. you just like get inside them and it sort of pulls you along behind them. That's what just I wanted. Two Boston Dynamics dogs that you tape to your feet. <laughs> exactly. Or those moon boots from Arthur, you know? Mm-hmm. They, I they, expect. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I was going to say, like, the, the one thing this would be good for is, like, there's a picture of or, of a guy walking dogs, and, like, that's, like, heaven for the dogs. Like, they, oh, can really, yeah. they can really haul ass, and you're not, like, having to jog with them. Um, that seems like. As. Nice. As a as a past dog walker, I would say that wearing these while walking dogs would re- like result in you suddenly eating shit because the dog stopped to smell something, and then you would just like <laughs> immediately the leash would get pulled into the fucking works of these shoes, and you would just go down. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't wear these and walk dogs anywhere where there's going to be any hint of a chicken bone, or it's yeah. going to be all over for you. Nowhere chicken bones. Yeah, these are not city dog. These are not city dog walking shoes. That is that is definitely true. <laughs> these don't seem like city walking shoes in general. Like I said, I feel like you're just smashing into people constantly. Yeah, they don't seem very uh, suited to multiple terrain. It kind of feels like <laughs> you need to be on a recently refinished sidewalk. Otherwise, you're just kind of. I mean, you hit gravel on these. You're gonna. There's not much that <laughs> you. I think you'd have to take them off at least twice in any sort of real trip like somewhere pretty cool um, though yeah i mean i'd not for, I like take them to the skate park they're not for, the skate park i mean this is like a kickstarter thing so presumably in the real world they, they would try to reduce the price eventually but it's they're at fourteen hundred dollars that's uh that's that's a little steep in my in my opinion um that's a lot <laughs> yeah so, and they're not hey, people in the comments are like these are just roller skates like well no they're not um don't be an idiot uh but, <laughs> wow yeah let's, yeah uh yeah they have wheels on them but the wheels are like designed to like ease this you know what i mean like it's not right. just roller skates it's like uh, a yeah it has some motion sensing stuff it basically seems like the hoverboard thing i was talking about but in a designed in a way that won't make you immediately smash your face into a floor yes so yeah you know that's handy so i like them yeah 
check them out. If they were fourteen dollars. I would I would try them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how far are these from Heelys? I feel like Heelys are really put these weird. on that old lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give her a spin. F- Pump her full of tequila and then put her on these. See what happens. Strap her onto the seven mile an hour <laughs> shoes. I think she'd have a good time. Send her careening through town square. <laughs> Let's do number two. Number two. Uh, number two. The story comes to us from Thanksgiving Bussycopia, which really calls up some illustrative images in my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's not even really a pun. It's just bussy. No, it's just it's a cornucopia it. in a bussy is what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. So festive, yeah. very festive. Um, that, uh, honestly, kind of appropriate for the story um, because the story is about uh, a bussy copia <laughs> uh, inside a chicken. Um, I'm not explaining this well at all. So. <laughs> Uh, at a Florida airport, TSA agents uh, found a terrible surprise. Um, the, somebody was trying to fly out of the Fort Lauderdale uh, International Airport, which, interesting that you can fly internationally from Fort Lauderdale, but I guess you can go to like Cuba or whatever. Um, somebody tried to uh, smuggle something inside a raw chicken. And that thing was a gun. <laughs> a gun. Put a gun inside a raw it's like, chicken. It's like that video of, what do you have there? A knife. Only a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I just, there's so like. What are you doing with a raw chicken? That's like a. Yeah. Uh, it's like, not. It doesn't not arouse suspicion also, to have do a you, raw chicken. Do you I don't think, think you do can bring... Think that, are there dogs in the security? Because they're going to go hog... Well, I, I hit it in a bag of dog treats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, according to TSA, you are allowed to bring raw meat on the sure. plane. Which sure. I, no, I don't think that should be allowed. I don't why? know why specifically I don't think it should be allowed, but I don't think it should be allowed. No, you shouldn't be allowed. It's going to get on people's stuff. It's gross. <laughs> like, this is like enough of a reason. It's just like, no, it's going to be gross. It's just Don't gross. do that. Apparently yeah. you have to you have to pack it with ice, uh, but... Uh, uh, so you have to pack it with ice, but if the ice melts, you can't get through TSA because then it's liquid. <laughs> Yeah, you have to get so it transported stupid. like fucking rat race. You have to rush it to the airport yeah. in a cooler <laughs> to it's get like, it through TSA. Yeah, it's like an organ. Yeah, exactly. Think of if you're We're going to one of those places a... where it's hard to find chicken, the <laughs> right. most prevalent meat in the world. It's very important that this chicken come with me. I cannot purchase another yeah. chicken when I land. I mean, um, regardless of the technical rules, I would say that um, if you're trying to bring a raw chicken through TSA, like backup is already being called just for clarification purposes. Someone's right. making a phone call. You're immediately on record as somebody bringing a chicken. Like, is this they're allowed? Not gonna, they're not going to look at it less than average, I would say. Yeah, it's it's not going to slip by. Also, <laughs> in terms of like, if you had to try to smuggle something like, do you think chickens are full of metal? It's not going to hide right. the gun at all. <laughs> it's just going to be a gun in a chicken outline. <laughs> like, yeah. And the, where, did it say where, at what point they found it? Was it in the metal detector? Um, let me see. I hope they tried to run it through. It's like a laptop. You have to put it in its own 
I think because this is something that TSA told talked about, they didn't say how they found it. Um, they they got to keep their procedures uh, close to the vest there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it it would absolutely go off in a metal detector. Also, like great now because of know, this, then... we're all going to have to take off our raw chickens and scan them for the <laughs> <Yep>. next. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just putting a raw guy... chicken, raw chicken straight on the conveyor belt, just right. slapping it down. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll upgrade uh, pre-check to let you uh, keep your raw chicken on your person and not have to take it out separately. If you're 70 and this older, is, you can bring your raw chicken in without. Yes, this it. is literally Hitman shit. This is like from the video game Hitman. <laughs> where like, there's a derringer in a chicken that you can use to, you know, shoot some bald guy that is the target. Or I whatever. mean, I am thinking about how funny it would be to shoot someone through a chicken, like. That almost makes you, more sense. You mask the gun with the raw chicken and then you shoot them with it like a silencer. Yeah, a silencer. I saw a video of a guy trying to use a potato as a silencer. You're not going to believe this. The gun blew up. <laughs> what? <laughs> he stuck a potato on Hang the end on. of the gun and shot it. And it literally went Looney Tunes. The, the, the whole barrel like curled back on itself. A flag came out and said bang. Yeah. It turned the potato into French fries. It was great. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how they found this, um, but it uh, it's very gross. It's very slimy. Um, the gun was like in a bag. It wasn't just like raw dog in the chicken. I wouldn't want to get the gun dirty. You don't want to get the gun all slimy and salmonella-y. Um, that could be like chemical warfare, though. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. If you, get, if you get the raw chicken like on the bullets and then you shoot someone, that mm-hmm. probably, probably, it's like a poison dart at that point. Yeah, it's like a like a the perfect crime. You shoot somebody with a small piece of frozen chicken out of an umbrella, and then they slowly die from salmonella. You load your gun with the the boot, the bell, the bone, and the ball. Mm-hmm. You just put the nugs in. It's one of those lateral thinking puzzles. Three men are dead in a sauna. The only other thing in there is a fro- is a dead chicken. What's the solution? There was a gun in the chicken, and the guy shot all three of the men in the sauna. Do you not know that there's like a puzzle? There's like an old lateral thinker. It's like, yeah. oh, it was a frozen bullet. No, I, I know. I know the lateral thinking puzzle. I'm just like stabbing someone with an icicle. I think it's the lateral, lateral thinking puzzle if the answer is just, oh, well, a guy had a gun in here and then he left. <laughs> yeah, not. but that's the thing. The puzzles, you can choose what it is. You can just do yeah, that. I thought, I thought that was I, stabbing with an icicle was the, was yeah. the version of that. Not, or not, like not guys standing bullet. on an ice cube and hanging no, they got shot. And it the just doctor wasn't part, was yeah. his mother. We've we've mm-hmm. we've been over this. Yeah, <laughs> you do that to me. Here's you, the trick: a guy had a gun, and then he yeah. left. Tell this riddle to your loved ones. Let us know how it goes. You said there's a lateral thinking puzzle. There's a man dead in a sauna. Next, to him I feel is like a part chicken. of it is that you don't say it's a lateral thinking puzzle because then people will immediately be like, "It was an icicle." No, but that's what helps because you got because then they start thinking laterally instead of thinking maybe he got shot directly. <laughs> and then when they say what happened, you say he got shot. You didn't ask, but he's got all bullet holes. Yeah, all he, he, appeared, <laughs> he has what appeared to be a bullet hole in his chest. <laughs> what could have possibly happened here? What occurred? Well, yeah, that's a good one. It's got really got me a, thinking. Bit of a riddle podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I'm glad TSA apprehended uh, this this person. Unclear why, like, what, what if there was like significance to the gun, or you know, what the it's my special gun. If this was a it. hit, if this was a hit, if it was a gun that had been used in a crime or something, I don't know. Yeah, but 
don't do this, I guess, is our is our point. Hide your gun in a uh, plastic bag full of metal ball bearings so that when it goes through TSA, they just go, oh, this person just has a bag of metal. <laughs> they're just bringing some ball bearings. They're home. bringing some they're I'm a door to door ball bearing salesman and I'm finishing my business trip. So, yeah, they'll let it go right through. Do you think it like irradiates the chicken if it went through the x-ray? I don't know if you're allowed to like eat it. For it. I guess you can. You can bring other food through there. That's true. Plus you I go mean, through Steve there. Went through it. <laughs> Steve went through it. He's alive. Yeah. I don't know. He like lay on the uh, conveyor belt. I feel like we've talked about this before because it's very funny. Oh, he yeah. like goes through the baggage thing and uh, the, he like asks one of the airline people like, Oh, am I going to get like x-ray sickness from this? And the the TSA person's like, that's cancer. <laughs> x-ray, x-ray sickness, sickness is cancer. And yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah. You got to buy your, you got to buy your raw chicken at the duty free. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that's true. It's mm-hmm. very important. I'm just getting some Tom Ford cologne and a raw chicken, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm saving literal cents on this Tom Ford cologne by buying it in the middle of an airport. <laughs> Number anyway, one. Number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Folks, this first of all comes to us from Comprock Prison of the Discord. Thank you. Folks, have you ever been playing VR games, virtual reality video games? No. And thought no. yourself <laughs> and thought to yourself, this is pretty fun. But what I really want to do is be dead. <laughs> if so, do I have the product for you? Uh, I Not is... about virtual reality games, but I have absolutely thought in my life, this is pretty fun, but what I'd rather do is be dead. That, absolutely. A thought that has occurred to me as a depressed yeah. person. <laughs> um, so this is a new creation uh, by Palmer Lucky, who... Um, in uh, a description that both tells me something and also gives me very little information is just called the father of modern virtual reality. I think he might have been, you know, I think he might have developed the Oculus. He I'm was the sure. Oculus guy. He's it's Oculus crazy guy. that his his name sounds like he developed like a new way to shotgun a beer or something. Yeah, Palmer, Palmer Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, I, I believe sounds- I believe he's like engaged to or married to Matt Gates's sister or something. I I forget. He's like a Yikes. he's he's like a, a politico person now um, yeah as well, well as as this which are two really important things for you know society and good and yeah. good things well so. if that's his friend group i hope he tests this headset out <laughs> soon <laughs> uh so he built it is a vr headset that if you die in the game that you're playing you will die in real life because it has it will blow your head up it is <laughs> it's saw it's just <laughs> I mean, that is the, the the best use of this would just be for the most realistic Saw video game ever, where you're just in the bear trap and then your head explodes. Look, that's um, your fault for playing a virtual reality uh, scanners game, okay? If your head blows up, <laughs> that's on you. Yeah. Putting scanners on the VR, video game would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I think there might be one. But um, yeah, you know, uh, look, just put on the VR headset that kills you if you die and then uh, just choosing hard difficulty immediately, just being like, <laughs> I got this, let's go. Um, so he is both, <laughs> he is perfectly suited for this because he works for both uh, VR companies and weirdly defense contractors. Uh, oh, great. So he has access to stuff that kills you and, st- and VR. 
Um, was, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very comforted by the fact that those are two jobs you can have simultaneously. It really <laughs> makes me feel good about the world and uh, technology and uh, yeah. And you this know, guy being fucking Matt Gates's relative. Really glad he has this knowledge and is using it in this way. Yeah, he's probably not building anything uh, no, it's, scary. It's, I, I had it wrong, actually. It's it's uh, This guy's sister is engaged or married to uh, to Matt Gates. So he's his, oh, brother, so he's even his brother-in-law. Less, yeah, even less of a, a distance between them. Perfect. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. yeah so, so what this looks like, I believe he did actually build one of these as far as i can tell he built i mean he has Did he tried build it for it. the defense contractor they're gonna like airdrop a bunch of oculuses that kill people and, like, the <laughs> you know he's working very closely with palantir on some exciting <laughs> new stuff yeah well there'd be a little i don't think you could uh i don't think anyone would pick this up and be like a normal vr headset because the way it works is that if you imagine kind of your standard VR headset, there's a thing around the back of your head, there's a thing around the front of your head. Then right above the thing that's in the front of your head, above your eyes, are three explosive charges that <laughs> will, they look like I'm they're sticking out. I'm just imagining it looks like one of those like beer helmets that people wear to football games, but it's little explosives instead of little mm-hmm. kegs. It has two old timey round bombs on it with the fuses <laughs> connected. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... It's I mean, a, this would have, as far as defense contracting, I feel like what we know about Bin Laden, this would have gotten him. They sent him this. It's yeah. like, I loved a game. Do we ever establish, did he, did he have any SpongeBob memes on his computer? Or is it too <laughs> early for that? Probably too early for that. Maybe too early. Yeah. That was. Uh, he had the high res ones. That's They're all deep fried now. <laughs> right. All Laden. the original, all, yeah, all the ones that are deep fried now came, I actually came off of his hard drives. That's yeah. the game when, when, they, when they released that. They all came off of Osama bin Laden's SSD. Uh, so he he built this. It is a it's like basically an Oculus, which has three explosive charge modules in the top that are aimed directly at the user's forebrain, which is a term that does sound scientific, but I also don't think is. I feel like explosive kind of aimed at any part of the brain would get the job done. Forebrain yeah. to me is like it. That is like a word from science from like a mad scientist. Like it is scientific, but in the way that like, yeah. you know, like Dr. Frankenstein level of science. Yeah. When they were the like forebrain. the two parts of the brain, the forebrain and the anterior brain, like before they had found out there were different parts. Even anterior is like too real. It's like Back the brain. forebrain and the antebrain. Like, yeah. yeah. Antibrain. Antibrain. Think about it. Yeah. Forebrain is what you get before you get Bop in the Chevy. You're getting forebrain. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about bopping the chevy <laughs> i thought you might have i just wanted to bring it back into your life <laughs> um so yeah it's, it's got three explosive charges um and uh he's so there's ever obviously this is like at first i assumed this was some sort of art it is mm-hmm. not it's just this guy being fucking weird uh he's just a he, freak yeah he's based it off of an anime uh, oh, great. This is an anime called Sword Art Online, which I have actually watched. It is mostly known for being fucking awful. Like, it's like everyone's least favorite. To everyone's me, like, it's known for having the funniest name of any anime. Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, like, it just, it's a perfect punchline name. Like, it's how is much, that real? It's pretty much just a description of what it is. It's yeah. drawings of swords online. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, but that, it yeah. just sounds like an alternate name for like DeviantArt or something. It yeah, does, it does, it's yeah, a better it, name for DeviantArt. It does sound like something that a bully would call it. Like, it, right. like, like your your like your thing is named after what the bully would call it, which is yeah. 
what my what your stepdad would call Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Your sword art online. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what if, if I was playing RuneScape for too long when I was a kid, my parents wanted me to go to sleep. They're like, stop playing sword art online. Go to sleep. <laughs> Throwing your Game Boy uh, out the window. <laughs> um, so it's known for being bad. Yeah, because the thing is that the whole part, thing of Sword Art Online is it's the, they're playing a game and it's VR, and then if you they've re- realized quite quickly that if, if you die in the game, you die in real life. If you don't um, draw the sword well enough, uh huh. Yeah, your head explodes. And then later on, this guy's like, "I think I'm in love with my little sister." You know, just kind of normal, cool stuff that this guy probably is is into. He's super loves. into it. Um, so that's the thing, though, is that like this isn't that old, so. For something to be like, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Like, that's not new. It's, sure. This idea has been around. Like, the fact that this guy even thinks that that anime invented the it's so, and he seems like a big nerd because it's all that's, this VR stuff. Why yeah, do you that's know like that's pretty been much been forever? around since the beginning of video games, this idea. Yeah. And then, like, Tron? Isn't Tron you die in real life? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Patty, Tron, you're the yeah, Tron head. Tron, you're the Tron head, Patty. I, bu- I believe if you die in Tron, yeah, you you die, and, and then obviously Matrix. Um, a re- uh, also a recent film that I will not spoil. Um, has a similar thing going on. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 been around for sure. Yeah, I don't. You know, make, make do something else. It's always die. Oh, Shelby he spoiled it. <laughs> calculated i i guess that's what it was because shelby and patty both recently watched that movie and said it was one of the worst things they've ever seen yeah insanely bad uh yeah not to spoil ready player one but okay bleep it (laughs) yeah bleep it yeah sorry everybody patty spoiled ready player one for you Uh, yeah no in whatever the fuck that dumbass world is called uh so yeah he built this to like be that in real life um, I like this thing from, they were like, so these explosive charges. And he says, oh, I use three explosive charges that I usually use for a different thing, different project. Oh, like, yeah. yeah a, a bomb project, a yeah. explosive project. Um, I just had them lying around because they give me these, which is cool and reassuring. Yeah. he. I can't believe he would really ever use it, but he like hints that he would. And there's a game in it. Uh, there's You're going into a dungeon and there's a hundred floors. I don't think... So he like made a game for it. Yeah, okay. I guess he has not, which has not been tested. Bug testing, huge kill count. Uh, I see massive casualties in the <laughs> yeah. QA department. I saw, like I saw die in real life game. I, I saw him say something. He's gonna mod it so you can't take it off. Is that also? Yes. Yeah, that's this is like Saw. That's that's exactly yeah. what this is. Yeah, this, this guy he, seems cool. This is definitely a great thing to tell the media about <laughs> that you're doing this in your spare time. Really yeah. helping. Your well, if you weren't if you weren't definitely building this for the military a little bit, you'd probably have somebody <laughs> at your house. But they'd you're probably more likely to get in trouble for saying that you're doing this. Right. So for other countries to know you're doing this than to like actually build it since he's probably like, you know, building like a special fucking it's called nerve gear in the anime. So it's like the special nerve gear for fucking whatever Blackwater's called now. I don't remember. Um, but it says, yeah, he wants to keep they say he wants to keep tinkering, which is a very j- dainty word. For Again, building. more mad scientist <laughs> words. Yeah. He wants to keep tinkering with this four brain obliteration device. Yeah. Uh, I have plans for an anti-tamper mechanism that, like the nerve gear, will make it impossible to remove or destroy the headset. Um, even so, there are a huge variety of failures that could occur and kill the user at the wrong time. This is why I have not worked up the balls to actually use it myself. Um, I mean, based on what we know about this guy, I say give it a shot. Yeah. 
Try it out. Pop it on. Pop how, it on. How else are you going to know if it works? Pop that thing on. Yeah. Hopefully the game doesn't suck. Get your no, brother-in-law to give it a shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really don't want the power to go out while you're playing the <laughs> kill die in real life game. <laughs> Put this out during dial-up and it's like your mom picks up the phone and just hears an explosion upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, this is like the idea of like the implanted bomb is also like a that's also like a uh, a, a movie thing too. as old yeah. as bombs, really like that's suicide like squad. suicide squad. They had them on their necks so their head would pop off. Uh, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking more of the movie Fortress with Christopher Lambert where you everyone yeah. ha- has to swallow a little bomb. And if they get out, if they like behave badly in the fortress jail, they just blow up their guts, basically. So. Yeah, but that's just only until you poop. Right? No, Once it's you, poop, you can it, do whatever. It, it, it likes I don't know. I forget. Or they, maybe they stitch it into you. I forget. I forget how. I think you wake up and you have like a surgery scar. I can't remember the details, but yeah, um, yeah. Suicide Squad. I, I like that you said that their head pops off, which would, is a very cartoonish and nice way to describe what would happen if the Suicide Squad bomb went off. Well, they do it, it to they absolute... do it to the one guy. There's the guy who like is like he's like really good with ropes or whatever, and then he like tries to escape and they just blow him up. Remember? Yeah, that yeah. Was like the yeah, yeah. That was more like his head went to mist and covered a wall. Yeah, it popped like, off. Said, popped it off. popped off. <laughs> it's like a it popped off like a champagne bottle pops off, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of the ones with a saber where the entire bottle shatters. Um, yeah. So, That's, you have know. you ever done that? Oh, the saber, saber champagne? The sh- have you yeah, ever I did it once. someone's head? <laughs> have you ever gotten the Suicide Squad bomb put in? Have you ever had your head blown up? Yeah, check it out. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, the saber thing is pretty cool. I would recommend that. There's a good, yeah, that's fun. that makes an appearance in uh, Bodies, 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 which is a, a very enjoyable film. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I the sabering champagne thing is like, how do you not, I would just be worried about like, drinking glass at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like I don't know. Like, it just, because you, because part of it is like you, if you're not perfect with it, you like break the neck of the bottle, right? No, it just always breaks the neck of the bottle. Yeah. Like, no, so. I think if you're like re- an expert at it, you don't. But like, like my yeah. assumption is I'm going to get a little sliver of glass and it's going to get in my bloodstream and then it's going to go into my brain and I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that would be what happened if you drank it. But so. for most people, it's no thanks. Mm-hmm. Also, just don't stand near the saber. You don't want to get your head popped off by true. The, the backswing. It's high risk. Yeah. So if you want to play this guy's dungeon game you can do it you just have to be ready for your whole head to blow up well check it out check it out <laughs> yeah give it a shot the game uh, has ads also it's very insulting <laughs> <laughs> that's it's the game where if you if you lose your head pops off and it's the gar- helping the gardener a, yeah you have to sit it's through one of the, the, it's the, the slime girl makeover game <laughs> 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 sorry still ugly no <laughs> Yeah, I have to play Temple Run with the with the biggest <laughs> bet in the world. Sorry, you have to save this dipshit who, for some reason, is in like an Egyptian tomb. Like I don't understand why he's here, but uh, if you don't save him, you die. It's, like, yeah. it's your problem cool. now. Exactly. You think this this plumber wearing a bow tie is not your issue? Well, it is now, motherfucker. <laughs> it's on your phone, and you have to deal with it. <laughs> anyway, Would you like you to plugs? play a game? Yeah. <laughs> And it's just that game. It's like, no. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> not, the guy's not even in it. It's just, this is not, it's just like a matching game. No, the game is you either come in 45 seconds or your head blows up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. One or the other. One or the other. Hope you like watching this alien get fucked by like a little elf. By an orc. <laughs>
plugs. Plugs, 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 plugs. Everybody! Plugs. Patreon.com slash whatatimepod. That is the best way to support the show. We got bonus episodes every week. There's well over 200 of them now. We got a live show video. We got Roadhouse commentary track. Fate of the Furious commentary track. We got free shipping on our merch store. Whatatimepod.bigcartel.com. You get access to our live streams, uh, which are m- roughly monthly, as well as uh, archives of the old streams, which are uh, pretty fun to watch, including the Death Nut Challenge, Eli's art show, <clears throat> and uh, a lot of old gaming streams, which are pretty fun. We played uh, one of the Resident Evil games last month, and it was uh, pretty spooky, so that was a good time. Uh, so that's the best way to support the show. Um, uh, if we get to 1,300 patrons, which we're approaching, we will be eating the Papa John's Papa Bowl, so feel free to join up and make us do that as well. Um, what else? Uh, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. That's a way to support the show. Uh, tell a friend. Um, make them listen. You know, whatever whatever you got to do. All that kind of stuff. Um, Talk about it at your family Thanksgiving dinner. That's yeah. right. Yeah, come armed with it. Uh, the way you have to come armed to Thanksgiving to fight your relatives. That yep. Those articles are going to start coming soon. Hide this um, podcast in a chicken and bring it through TSA. There we go. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, <laughs> use us to win a battle of logic with your conservative uncle or whatever. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I think that's it for the show. I, I am Patty Moe on... The stuff for now, I don't really know what's... We're going to talk about this a little bit in the bonus. Uh, for now, Twitter is still around. That's probably the main place, but also Instagram and probably some other stuff once... If things start to teeter more, uh, we'll, we'll, I wish everyone could just pick where they're going next, but we haven't... There doesn't seem to be any critical mass yet, so we'll see. Uh, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We release two free episodes a month and two Patreon-only episodes a month. Uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything, and I have a show at Union Hall on November 21st. It's a reductress showcase. It should be really fun. So if you're in New York, uh, come see me do stand-up at that. Uh, I am Eli Uden on Twitter, again, for now, <laughs> at this point. Um, I got a bunch of new followers like this week, which really feels like just salting the wound. Uh <laughs> Like, oh, thanks for coming to my funeral. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, still Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on there. Um, also, uh, I did a podcast. It is out now. I'm not sure if I've plugged it before, but if you want to listen to it, it's called Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. I think we did an episode of it, all three of us that you can find. We did. And I did an episode recently about the Great Lakes. And if you are a fan of me getting stuff wrong on this <laughs> podcast... Who boy, I can't oh, recommend enough that you listen to me on a podcast that is in- intentionally factual, where I get the placement of almost every gla- Great Lake wrong, and I, a lot of people are letting me know about it. <laughs> Check it out. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.